What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. What's up, my fellow prophets? It's Kev. Before we get into today's show, you can now go to 12OunSportsNetwork.com slash Amazon for all of your online needs. I mean, it costs you absolutely nothing. Just hit the link and start shopping. Once again, that's 1212OZSportsNetwork.com slash Amazon. Just get the shopping, guys. Enjoy the show. Uh, we're going to preach, care, preach with Rashad. We are the prophets. Sitting on the episode, another sermon coming at you from 12 Hour Sports, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, AHA Radio, Spotify, anywhere you can uh, hear us. Rashad, what's going on, man? What up, man? Just been enjoying all this new music that came out last week, man. I know you've seen all that crazy stuff on Twitter with the Jada Pinkett stuff, man. Shout out <laughs> all for, the, for, the, for the album. Man. I was about to say, the oh. album was great, man. He. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out shout out Al Cena for the album shout out black for the ep too man i've, I've been riding to that lately oh definitely I, hey i've had those things on repeat constantly oh, shout out tiana taylor too man i, I love tiana taylor man i, I ride with her too hey i kind of I, I didn't like this one as much as the last one from tiana no, no, I like it was good it was good it was good but i just i don't know it, it, I, I, I don't know did kanye uh produce this one too uh, she, he she might have done on a few tracks. I, I I didn't really get a chance to peep the credits. I always peep the credits like down the line, but right. you know, I just wanted to get that, that first couple of listens in and you know kind of see what the the content sound like. Gotcha. Um, hey, first off, man, let's uh, let's 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 talk about Cam Newton before we get into our show. Um, your thoughts of him going to the Patriots? I mean, kind of not even surprising, you know. Right. Just, be, just because of everybody already has a QB they trust anyway, so it's only it was only a Patriot, so just wait till somebody got hurt. Mm-hmm. But even with even with him going there, it's just me. I'm not even sure he's gonna be the day one starter because they still like Stidham, and they've had Hoyer in the system before, so it's not even a guarantee he'll be the day one starter. Talent wise and name recognition wise, he should be, and you know of course. His fan base, the people who still believe he's the 2015 Cam Newton, they're gonna be like, "Man, he really not starting over Brian Horry or Stidham." <laughs> so, so that's gonna play a huge part. But I mean, I'm glad he got picked up. He been working his behind off in the gym. He, I mean, he he in phenomenal shape, and I mean, it's good to see him back. He's a big name, big brand. Patriots are a big brand. They've been running the last two decades. So when you put all that together. Yeah, that's gonna be explosive, you know. TV content, first take, and all these people—they've been talking about it every freaking day. <laughs> that's all they can talk about. I mean, you, you got uh, different execs talking about 
how great um, or how much people they love Stidham. And, you know, I, I think Stidham still has a shot. I put up a poll to see what, you know, what everybody was thinking. Zero uh, percent chance that he'll start. And that won by a landslide. And I'm like, yeah, Cam Newton is, of course, a, a great athlete. Um, you know, but he's been banged up. And they, they love Stidham for a reason. So we're going to find out. Um, with all these list, these training camps and stuff like that, but um, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. But like you said, it, it wasn't that many options for Cam Newton on the table. Everybody had their quarterback. It was only ideally three spots. You like Derek Carr, so you know. So for you, it's probably only two spots. And I like Gardner Minshew for Jacksonville. So it really was only one spot that I saw in mine. And I was the Patriots, and and um, Patriots were growing young. But I mean, it's not it's not a it's a high reward, low risk type of situation, which Cam Newton brings. Yeah, even the Raiders, I was like, I, mean, I like Derek Carr, but even without Derek Carr being there, I think <laughs> they were just going to go in tank mode anyway with mediocre Marcus. So, mm-hmm. I mean, with no point of, they already paid him like a two-year deal to be the, the backup. So, if they were to get rid of Carr, they will probably just go into tank mode and try to land Trevor or, or land Fields if the season goes downhill. So, I didn't even think there was a viable spot for Cam like the to try to go, you know, I know we did our list of like his best landing spots, and that was one of the potential ones. But just knowing what all would go into that, it was kind of far fetched in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but shout out to Cam if I finally get the job. I thought just you know the COVID stuff. We saw all the agencies really kind of like died off. Uh, Freeman's and Everson Griffin, Clownies. Uh, you know, nobody's really getting getting any looks right now because of all the stuff going on. So um, it's actually kind of crazy. I mean, shocking to me that you know it happened. Um, because it, it could happen two months ago. Yeah, you know, eight or nine wins, why I still had them at, like, it didn't really move the needle for me, like, oh, this going to be an 11-12 win team, nothing like that. You still got to hope the receiving core pops, hope the O-line stays healthy, and he got to get used to the Josh McDaniels play calling and stuff like that. They lost some guys on defense, so it's going to be some regression, but not a whole lot with Bill being a defensive guy. So you just got to see what happens, man. Yeah. Um, so we can go on to our show, man. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? No, nah, I'm I'm good, man. Hope everybody's still like <laughs> staying safe, man. These, the, hey, the COVID spike is coming back crazy, man. And you know, a few guys from the NBA already pulled out, which totally makes sense. I mean, if you have contracted the virus, or you have a risk of, you know, your family catching it, or you know, yeah, I think it, I think it was Avery Brad who said his son had the the uh, respiratory infection or something like that, like bad lungs, something like that. So you don't want to expose your kid to that kind of stuff. I know Carly Stein, I think, is that he's expecting a kid. So why be away from your family during this time? Like yeah, this? exactly. Uh, but shout out to your boy Stephen A. Smith going on TV talking that real talk. What did he say? Three I missed... months? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> not doing nothing? <laughs> hey, you he talking. <laughs> hey, he, hey it's, it's funny because his facial expression said it all. Like, like come on, three months? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a long time, man. It's a long time. Hey, Molly, she didn't want to go there, but she she was she was thinking like, yeah, I probably can hold out three months either. <laughs> she she was thinking it like, I I kind of agree with you. Hey, that's funny. That's funny. Um, so we going back to our upper room and um, our last position. Long time coming, <laughs> but we but we finally we finally here. Um, I would say this: the center's probably the the weakest position. Not, not I want to say weakest, but it's like because the NBA has changed um, throughout time, and you know our upper room, our Hall of Fame is only from 1977 to now. So 
uh, Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell would not be featured. So we talking about that. You're talking about you're taking away two legends. So it's kind of like how much else is there? And when it comes to the centers, you know, you start naming them, start naming them, and we got to kind of like got a special place for some guys because um, the center they rely on a lot of people um, in the NBA. I, mean, so. I, won't, I won't, yeah, I won't say it's the weakest one. Like you said, I think it's just more of the last. 15, 20 years, the position just hasn't had that elite guy like to, to come change the game. You know, we had Dwight, but you can argue, even with all the success Dwight had, he never really hit a a, a true, you know, dominant peak <laughs> like a Shaq yeah. did. Something like, like, and, like, Dwight was great during his time. Like, that's but not, not but it, had, it happened so fast as far as from that top tier, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, he didn't really just kill the game like Kareem and Shaq and Hakeem and some other guys did, you know, when they – like, he didn't win an MVP or nothing like that. He don't have a title like some other guys have. So, that kind of, you know, took the position downhill to a, a certain extent. And, you know, even with the point guards, like we took out Big Go and some other old school guys. So, you know, I, I think center and point guard are about the same. It's the with point guard, we just had more modern guys. Like, Steph Curry's active. And he's killing it. Russ is active. He's killing it. Chris Paul is active. He's killing it. Right. Center, we really don't have anybody active outside of the white that you know you probably can say he he's in today. Like those, like the point guard side. Right. You know, center gonna mainly be uh, you know a retroactive the guys from the eighties, nineties, or we looking at trajectory wise, can somebody put enough work in and get there? So right. Okay. So let's go ahead and start it off. Uh... The upper room. Um, so let's let, let's get into it. first off. We're gonna go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. As of right now, he is the all-time leading scorer in the NBA for the Bucks and the Lakers. Uh, six-time champ, nineteen-time uh, All-Star. You know he lasts a little, a long time. Famous for the sky hook. Um, I mean, you won the championship with Big O and Magic Johnson. Four block, time, four-time block champ, eleven-time uh, All-Defensive player. It's really, really not much you can say about Kareem. I mean, he's, I mean, iconic from from a standpoint of like, you know, with, um, with activists and all that stuff back in the '60s. Uh, he was, pro- he is the greatest college basketball player of all time. Let's not let's not get that twisted. And debatably, for a lot of older generation guys, he's the best player of all time. So, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, what can, you, can what more can you say about a guy like that who can put a team on his back? He did it in Milwaukee and LA, even though he had guards with him, but. He did a lot for the game. I mean, only two finals MVPs, and he got rocked in one of those because he got hurt, and Magic came and took that one early on. So, yeah. you know, he, he, he missed one of those. But, you know, just longevity-wise, that put him up there at the top of the scoring list and, you know, the top of some other lists. You know, he's up there on the rebounds and, uh, you know, the block blocks shots, and that kind yeah. of stuff. So, so, he, so he's high-ranking on, on almost every stat line. Man, I think over time he's become very, very underrated. You know, we always just want to jump to is it Mike or LeBron? LeBron or Mike? Kobe, LeBron, Mike, Mike, LeBron, Kobe, you know. <laughs> Kareem just kinda get left out. Yeah. You know, even even on the center side, it's like, no, it's it's Shaq. And I think most of that is because of Kareem came up during a time where social activism was not I wanna say frowned upon, but you know, it's not like how it is now where you have your own platform to yeah. speak your truth and 
you know, put your voice out there. They were kind of doing it during the time. Him, Ollie, and those guys, they were doing it during a time where, you know, you were actually had to fight for that. Like, civil rights was big then. So I think that kind of has dimmed his star amongst, you know, people who came up during that era. And then, of course, you know, for religious reasons, he changed his name from Louis Alcina to Kareem. So just stuff like that, you know, I don't think they always put him in favor in the public eye. So it's kind of like he gets overlooked amongst the GOATs. But if you ask me to name the best basketball player of all time, like not just NBA, not just college, but you put high school, everything, all that together at the package, the dude hardly ever lost anything. Dominated high school, dominated <laughs> college, dominated the NBA. I mean, the dude probably got about 40 years of basketball in his belt and probably hardly ever lost any tournaments, anything. No. He was just that, that, he was just that good. <laughs> Wait, that's like, what, four games and three games in college or something like that in, like, three years? Yeah. So, like, dude was, was dominant, man. So, outside of being seven feet tall, he definitely need his penthouse suite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he need he need, he need the ceiling raised up a little bit. Um, I, Next guy we got going in, uh, Moses Malone. Um. He played against Kareem in the finals. He took took one uh, in that finals. He averaged twenty six and eighteen. That's that, that's that's enough said when you talk about you playing against a, a great like Kareem and you able to dominate like that in that fashion. Um, and he won. He took home the finals MVP in, in that in that series. Um, well, I mean, Moses Malone. He only like, two years I think in the ABA, but pretty much whole career in the NBA. And he dominated Houston, dominated in Philly, uh, was great in, in Washington. Obviously, tailed in off in Atlanta, but. Um, in a 13-year stretch, 12-time All-Star, and he was rocking. He was leading the league in rebounds uh, six times. And, I mean, we, we talk about rebounding. It's not like he was getting 12, like 15, 16, 17. So then, I mean, he, he dominated. And, you know, I wish they had more time in Philly. I wish they would have probably had, like, Charles Barkley that came there. I, I always say that. I say timing is very, very uh, key in sports. And if they would have had him more, who knows? Maybe Philly rocked the 80s. Uh, more than Lakers and more than Boston, but uh, Moses Malone, I, I definitely believe he deserved to be in the upper room, um, you know, right there next door neighbor to Kareem because when they went mano a mano, um, Moses Moses did Moses did get a win. He dominated. Man, there's a restaurant called Wendy's, and they owe Moses a royalty check because he was talking about fo 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 fo. It even got popular, <laughs> so. Cut Moses and the family. Cut a little chick. Slide a little chick over there. For, for talking about the 4444, it even became a, a trend out here, man. Three time MVP, dude went crazy. He won that that finals MVP. Um, the course, same team as Dr. J, who couldn't get over the hump until Moses got there. So I think that's the biggest part of his legacy is winning that title with Philly, dominating the Lakers. I mean, three MVPs. It's not too many guys who have three MVPs. Like, that's a small, yeah. small list. Uh, the rebounding champ thing. I don't know now. You know, there's some rumors out there. He was he was gigging the rebounding number, <laughs> but look, so with, with the little tilt back put backs, you know, kind of hey. your own rebound, all that kind of stuff. But hey, they got to take it from you, so it, it's the account. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love Moses, man. Uh, I I feel like he's he's a guy who always gonna get forgotten uh, when it comes down to like NBA legends and all that stuff like that. And and when you when you stack them against other guys in his position or just all-time greats, he he, he don't veer far, far off. Like you said, it's, it's hard to have three MVPs in the league. And when you're a center, man, I, I think I think it's – I mean, obviously rebounds come with it, but it's like it's a it's a dominating fashion that most of these centers at the top of the list have, and he right, he right there on board with uh, 
with Kareem. Um, you know, even though Kareem do all the scoring, Moses, like I said, you go one on one with Kareem and you and you go crazy like that. And like you said, Dr. J could not get over the hunt. We well, lost what two finals, I think, uh, before Moses got there. Yeah, I lost three. Oh, uh, three finals. Yeah. So yeah. So th- th- that that's already point to the greatness of Moses Malone. Like here I am. Now let's win. Um, like I said, I, I, w- I wish they had had more opportunities to get more, but it is what it is. Uh, and shout out Moses for helping getting Barkley in the shape, man. Chuck came in the league. He always said he was fat, not of shape, being lazy. Moses. Moses and Doc and all those guys taught him how to be a pro, get in shape, wear suits and all that kind of stuff. So shout out, you know, shout out to Chuck for, you know, following the lead. Right. Definitely, you know, you, you got to give Moses his props for that too. <laughs> uh, next guy we got going in, man, uh, another than the Diesel, man, Shaquille O'Neal. This, you know, this is a guy we grew up on um, watching uh, from, from, from the Magic days to the Laker days to the Suns, the Celtics. Cavs. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> well, Miami. Uh. Man, he got passed around <laughs> too much at the end. I, I, I don't like the guys in like that. He should have been a Magic Laker. Heat. Heat. That's it. That's it. I ain't. You know, I count nothing else. I ain't count nothing else. Maybe may his son because he won his last All Star MVP that he shared with Kobe. So maybe yeah. his son, but that Celtics, Cavs, all that stupid stuff. Nah. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah I ain't with it. I but. Mean, the, the, the best thing to come out of his back end years was when he was on the Celtics and they told him he got fined. He was like, why? Like, this, and he, and he was jumping on KG and all them. It's like the best thing. Like, it's like a little skit on his uh, Shaq and the Food thing. That's probably the best thing that came out of his run with the Celtics. But, yeah, the I, back mean, end I, I ain't counted. All, all I remember him in Celtic uniform running to the sideline. 36. Like, come on, bro. That's a good number, bro. 36. He would just, he just, he just wanted to play. He Diesel wanted to play. Superman wanted to play. But no, nah, this this guy, man. I mean, he is to me. He is the most dominant player to ever play the game. Um, I, you know, that's that's not saying he's the best, but dominating fashion. Yeah, when you when you have games where you're scoring 35 and 16, and that's normal in the series. You know, that's that that's already proved to your point. Um, when he got to the final, in his in, as a star, superstar, he got to the finals. The first three stops, Magic Lakers and Heat. Um, and everywhere he went, he had Penny, he had Kobe, he had Wade, so he always had a good guard with him. But, um, yeah, I never put that past in any, any big men. They have to have the guards. But uh, for the time all NBA, he won three finals MVPs. Um, everybody wants to put, you know, say he's the reason why the Shaq and Kobe do, uh, duo, uh, he was the, the main reason, which, which you, yeah, you have a good case against because he got the finals MVPs. But, um Kobe was just just as important, but yes, yeah, Shaq did. He has those in the hardware. Um, and Kobe, what Kobe said, I, I got more than I got one more than Shaq now. Uh, when uh, after after Shaq took, they broke up. Yeah, they broke up. He got to win more. Uh, but four time champ, lost two finals. Uh, probably should have. They had. They, I always say they have no excuse for losing to the Pistons. I, I, I think. I think. I think regardless of of what turmoil you had, that that the talent. The talent versus the chemistry was was that series, but nonetheless, Shaq dominating Orlando, dominating LA, uh, and Miami's on the tail end. But he was up there for MVP, um, you know, in his, his first year, yeah, first year I, there, I first year there, and then once Wade took over, they got a championship. So, uh, but Shaq, Shaq, Shaq goes, he going down as one of the best to ever do a top ten player of all time. Um, Shaq, welcome to the upper room, guy. Like when you just read his resume off, all you can think of is. And he wasn't even trying hard all the time. <laughs> he didn't freak out. That's all you think about. Like, 15-time All-Star, made six finals, won four titles, 
only one MVP, two scoring titles, only three times all defense, and he's pretty high on the blocks list. 14 times all NBA, and you got three finals MVPs. And that's without working out in the summer. That's, that's without eating a piece of before the game. Uh, man, like <laughs> you look at you look at where he is on the scoring list, and think about what if you just hit a few more free throws? Like yeah, uh, yeah, he just, just 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 stuff like that. Like he didn't even try hard. That's why Kobe was frustrated with him. But you know. Dude, resume is impeccable, and he probably was only going eighty percent. If he's even going eighty, because once he kind of got out of Orlando and got with the Lakers, he put on some more muscle mass. Yeah, Big Macs, Big Fries, all that kind of stuff. And that's Coca-Cola, when they—that's Coca-Cola, when they had a, a super size back then. <laughs> yeah, he put he put some weight on, and once he put a little weight on, got up over three hundred. He was just—I mean, he was a man before, but he became a, a brute force. Was he was unstoppable? Like, this dude knocking people down, airborne them, throwing punches at Brad Miller, not, trying to knock out Chuck. Uh, who, who, who's that? Who's that center from the Knicks that uh, that's iconic? For, uh, he like done right on top of him, carried on him for a while, and then dude got mad. Oh man! Yeah, Shaq. I mean, to to be that dominant. And still, probably didn't even tap out your potential. It's crazy, but like he like he said plenty of times, man. He had more fun doing it that way. And to get a resume like this, and you had fun, you can't can't you can't you can't beat it. You can't. can't That's like being in college, man. Like you got your three two, but you had a good time versus getting that three nine sweating (laughs) in your dorm room. You in your dorm room sweating, didn't make not one friend, didn't go to no party, didn't talk to no girl, and still got the same job. Nobody. And you and you didn't, you know, make any memories. Now you just out here living with, life with, with no connections. You just hoping <laughs> to get into your Ivy League school because you got a three nine four or something like that. Uh, that's funny. So shout out, shout out Diesel, man. Shout out Superman. Uh, going on to a guy who beat Shaq in the finals, um, Akeem the Dream, Olajuwon. He is my favorite center of all time, um, and I would I would debate and argue about Akeem forever. You're talking about, you know, one of the I was I would say to in my opinion, even though Shaq and Kareem has the blocks, um, I, I I think he was the most skilled. Um, I think he has the I think he as far as two way, I think he probably, in my opinion, can he's the best as far as from center position, and that's just my opinion. But you're talking about a guy who can do everything on all levels uh, of the game. Um, you've got guys like Kobe and D. Howard and Melo working trying to work on his footwork, LeBron. Trying to like getting lessons from uh, Keem as far as like the footwork, how to do stuff. I know y'all mean was was uh, was helped out by Keem Olajuwon and defensively, his blocks would never get passed. Um, I think and I, and I, I th- you know uh, and I, I always defend this: the Michael Jordan would have won eight in a row. No. I, I don't know if he beat. I don't know if they beat the Rockets. And no, they, they they were tired against the Suns. They wouldn't have won no more. Like and that's and that's what people got to realize. But it's like, maybe maybe the year without Clyde. Is, all right, so let's say if it's if it's just full strength and they're not tired, ninety five. Like you probably get them because there's no Clyde, right? But ninety six, I don't know. That Akeem and Clyde do because the Bulls never faced somebody like that. I mean, they got well, Shaq, but it was baby Shaq. They they had Clyde in ninety five. So Wait, I, mean, I, thought, I thought it was ninety six, wasn't it? I thought he came the second year. No, nah, Bulls, nah, Bulls was 96, 97, I mean, I mean uh, 94, 95. I meant the second year. The second year stint um, when Clyde got there, they won the championship. But um, either either way, I, I think I think Akeem was just 
naturally gifted. Um, you're talking about a guy, I, I do the dream shake growing up. So, you know, imagine, imagine how lethal that was from him doing it in the 90s and, and how quick his step was and how much he was able to create space. I, I think that from a big man, I think I think that's why I love him so much and why he's my favorite because, I mean, you you talking about, uh-uh, you know, where he going? The resume stack up. He, he just, he stack up with the best of them, man. Yeah, I'm going to give me here props in a second, but when he first got into the league, he made the finals with the Ralph and they lost. And then, of course, with, you know, everything with the, the mic drama, like he went a long time without ever really, you know, winning MVP or being that guy. Mm-hmm. But, of course, once the Bulls did make their you – know, once Mike made his exit and Bulls were kind of just there, not dominant, he took advantage of that window. And that's what I like. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, like yeah, yeah. I like guys to seize the moment. Like, as history has gone on, they try to diminish him. Oh, they only won because Mike wasn't there and all that kind of stuff. They would have probably won if Mike was there because the league was so wide open. And there's no way if Mike was already burned out the first time, I don't care how I don't care how intense he is, there's no way they would have won seven, eight straight. So that just wouldn't happen. But, I mean, made three finals, won two, got both finals MVPs. Duke his senior shot to the 10th row <laughs> on, on, the, on the block side. And we're going to talk about this guy in a second. He arguably should be a two-time regular season MVP because the next year David got it, and we know in that series on West. Oh Wales, my God! He took he took he took it personal, and the Admiral got that work. Hey, he took he took Dave Roberts on that on that shed and took him there, yeah, took him to school. I, the, I, the, the Admiral and, and all his highlights getting getting worse. <laughs> That's funny. I, I I think I think. Um, Hakeem is like they won the they won championships like at the six seed and first of all that's all, I think that's crazy to me because like you would think yeah, Char- I mean, they were a three yeah three seed the first time. I think two of the first time and six seed the second time they had no business and that was, and that was with getting Clyde in the trade deadline so like you were probably barely even gonna make it right in the playoffs maybe if you didn't really kind of make get him on the back end <laughs> they uh they I remember like when you look at Charles Barkley right ninety two dream team um, leading scorer. Coming 93 season, finals, MVP, domination. If Jordan goes out, who would you say the best player in the game is? Yeah, it was definitely him or Shaq right there. Right. And that was, and that was still young Shaq. Yeah, it was young Shaq. So, giving, Charles Barkley. really giving Shaq, Shaq that, that nod then. But, yeah, Chuck, like, it was going to be a big guy. It wasn't a right. guard. Like, Char- it was, was going to be Charles Chuck, Barkley, Shaq, or Hakeem. Charles Barkley came in 94 season after losing. and uh, You know, after losing and Jordan gone. Oh, I'm the – I'm the best in the league. Go up 2-0 against the Rockets in the in the second round, lose 4-2. I, oh, I think it was 4-3, whatever it was. But you know, the, I think that just points to like a key greatness. Like, okay, Charles, you up two? Okay, we'll see, we'll see. And, and then we go on to win the finals, and we go on to win two in a row. So, a key a one. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. He's top ten. And I, I know, I know when people want to, you know, when he, when eventually you have to start putting Kevin Durant. And, and you get the questions of, of Steph Curry. They always say, oh, so who are we going to take out? And every time somebody said Keem, I'd be like, bro, I don't know. Like, you, you might have to reconsider. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I just don't take him out. He's he, he just too great to me. Yeah, you know, you can, you can try to poke holes in a resume all you want to. With, uh, well, like you said about the Chuck thing, and then they say, you know, 95 Orlando was blowing him out. 
and then of course everything happened with the Nick Anderson stuff. He, uh, you know, they they kind of choked towards the end, and they came back and they lost, got swept <laughs> by the Rockets. So, you know, you can try to poke holes in the resume all you want to, but the dude resume is impeccable, game changer. He's still being called to this day to get help on the footwork, the post moves, all that kind of stuff. Like MB need to be on Zoom right now. <laughs> Not the Zoom. <laughs> You need, you need oh, to be on man. Zoom right now. But, you know, you can try to poke holes all you want to, but dude, dude's great, man. All right, moving on to the Admiral who got cooked by Akeem Olajuwon. Um, I mean, Dave Robinson, when you talk about the rest of the bigs, you know, I think I think Kareem Shaq, Akeem uh, Moses, if we're eliminating Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, uh, Dave Robinson obviously is a, is a is a top five when it comes to that sense in this upper room. And – you know, do you do you always, do you credit do you ever credit or discredit Dave Robinson a little bit because of the '90s run, and yes, he was right there with with the best of them. Um, but as far as success wise, do you do you really discredit him because he had got Tim Duncan? No, I don't discredit him at all because even when he was the guy by himself, they were still making some second rounds and West Finals. Right. So, you know, that's just part of the game. You know, everybody can't win the championship and. When you're a big, you only can carry your team so, so much, far. So, so much. Remember that, people. Remember that. <laughs> you're, you're dependent upon getting the ball. That's why, like, we're not talking about power forwards, but that's why I don't really knock Anthony Davis. That This dude is a top seven player in the game, but in New Orleans, he got to get the ball some kind of way. So I, I never knocked Dave for that, you know, athletic freak. Dude can do it all. Shoot, dribble, run like a gazelle. So – Talent-wise and resume-wise, he's one of the best. I, I like. I mean, Dave Robinson will always go down. Um, like I say, in, in that back tier of the of the top tier guys. Um, but I mean, even even in the finals, ninety nine and um, and 03, I mean, he, he he still he still did enough. I mean, he helped the team out to win the championship. So you can't really pass his prime, of course. But um, I, I I think I think the admiral just. Another guy who always get forgotten about. Yeah, he's the only center out of almost any center that went out on top. Everybody else went out on a low point. Like he won a title <laughs> in 03, he went out on top. You got Kareem <laughs> going out below 20 points. Shaq. You already know about Shaq, with, man. <laughs> and Shaq going out with an imaginary sniper, shooting him in the back of the leg. Hakeem finishing up in Toronto. Toronto? They weren't even they weren't even really popping like that. Moses had been on like his fifth, sixth team. I mean, and then we're we're gonna talk about the next guy. He finishing up on Seattle and Orlando, way past his prime. Like, man, these guys be going out bad, but they, they do. went out on top. They do. I, I think it's funny uh, that centers do that. I think they just mean, you know, I can still play. I'm seven foot. You can't teach size, so it's kind of like they still get that. You know, hey, here I am. Uh, but they, David Robinson um, keep getting them checks. Yes, <laughs> they should just slide slide them checks to me. I'll take them. But uh, walking twenty and ten, uh, Dave Robinson. Uh, welcome to the upper room. Let's move on to another guy in the nineties. Didn't win a championship, like you said. We all can't win them. Uh, I think with every guy we named one, not this guy, Patrick Ewing. Um, you know, he's a. Do we? Would you account him a superstar in the, superstar in the nineties? Yeah, he's definitely a superstar in the, in the 90s. He's 
he was probably a top ten player, you know. Yeah. Jordan, Hakeem, Shaq when he came in ninety two, ninety three. Uh, Sir Charles. It, 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 it was still a big guy era, so yeah, you got to put Charles in there. I think you just have to say Clout was a top ten player because he's the best second best two guard. Um, then a few point guards, but I think yeah, Patrick probably top ten. I, I will always I say mean, they were they were arguably second best team in the East at all times. Like no no worse than, than fourth. You know you got Bulls. Head and shoulders above the rest, and then you're gonna to have to say, all right, depending upon the year, it's Indiana, it's New York, or maybe it's Miami or something like that, or Orlando, depending upon the year. But Knicks were always there because of him. Yeah, but nobody else could, could do anything. Like yeah. Charles Oakland was going on points. <laughs> Mason won either, and I, I think I, I always I, I don't blame Pat Ewing for a lot because, like you said, it's, he's a big man. You can't he can't do but so much. But then again, it's also like. I don't think the Knicks team were built right. When you when you, when you talk about two guards for the era, two for two small guards and then two two big forwards, like you don't have no no in between guys, so you never could beat the Bulls because of that. Um, and then on top of that, the, the Pacers they were so deep and had, and had the wing position. So I, I think I think he he kind of get messed up a little bit in, in that situation. But yeah, um, two zero oh, two finals record. But really though, one. Really, oh, really, yeah. one. really, really one. Nine. He wasn't even there. He was, he was. I on mean, the IR at that point, Achilles that failed him. It. Do Do you think you think if he was there, it changed the outcome? No. He was done. Tim, Tim he was Duncan done. was already. Tim Duncan had already became a top five player <laughs> in just his third year. You weren't gonna change that. Yeah, you weren't change. Yeah, man. They they had Avery Johnson, the, the little general out there, a couple of the guys, man. Sean Elliott. Hey, what, uh, uh, what's the name? Was uh, what's the name? Was hooping though? My boy Allen Houston. My boy Spreewell. They had you and man. You never know, man. You never know. See, they they really shouldn't even made it, man. AC? Hell no. <laughs> man, no. 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 Back then it was only five game first round, but the Heat were the better team. The Heat were, I think, thirty seven and thirteen first seed, and they losing the first round to the Knicks with Patrick Ewan hobbling around. Then you got. Little baby, much, baby, baby can be, baby, baby can be out there. Yeah, that's. But but you said shout out Allen and shout out Spreewell. They went, they went crazy. They went, they went crazy. Yeah. Um, but Patrick Ewing, man, I, it's kind of crazy. All the centers kind of like you kind of forget about him if you're not Shaq or Kareem. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, but Patrick Ewing had a great career. Um, and but it, yeah, like he, he's two where the drop off starts because everybody else, Kareem six MVP, Shaq one MVP, Hakeem one MVP, Moses three, David one. Patrick never got MVP. Some of that's the Jordan effect, but no MVP. So that's when it's yeah. kind of starting to drop off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you definitely you definitely not win MVP in the East. Not with Jordan there. Like <laughs> you can't you can't do it. You just can't because if you you never had the best record, so you can't do it. But but that's that's why like I say it's a knock against him because yeah. who wanted MVP, who wanted MVP when Jordan was out? David and Hakeem, two other centers. So Patrick yeah. still yeah. he, yeah. he, he made the finals during that time. You fair point. MVP, fair point. Fair you point. Gotta get you an MVP. Fair point. It, it, it was outside of Jordan. It was a big guy league. Uh, this next guy kind of got like two two tails of his tape. Uh, that's that's Big Zoe, man. Alonzo Mourning, uh, Charlotte Hornet, Miami Heat legend. Uh, went to the Nets. Who cares about that situation? But in, in his first in his first like ten years, walking twenty and ten, 
three blocks. Man was averaging 3.9 blocks uh, in a season. Um, won two def- defense player of the years. Hit, hit the All NBA team, and he he got to that he got to that point, and that was it. And you know, obviously in Charlotte he was he was dominant. I mean, cut, walk, walk right into the league was scoring twenty and ten uh, with three point five blocks rookie season. So he's he's already he he's already arrived as soon as he got to the game. Uh, but you know when he when he finally get that peak and you know it's like man why he only made why he why he didn't make enough defensive play uh, defensive all teams like he made what two for for a top ten shot block of all time just two but you got to think it's like as soon as as soon as he gets to the top he won two two players of the year uh, top two top um, two top three MVP finishes in his career the same years Ben Wallace KG Tim Duncan Shaq. Uh, Batumbo. The list goes on of guys in his position that he just couldn't get over the hump of, and it's kind of like he got to this. He got to this peak really, you know, within the first ten years, and then the second tail, the role player laws of morning. And you know, he 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 was. I mean, I thought he was a pretty good uh, guy, and, and for he got a championship on the tail end. Uh, I don't know how much we credit him for that, but it's like you know, he was there. He was a role player behind behind Shaq. So, uh, but Lonzo Morton had a great career. And I think the Charlotte Hornet years get lost a little bit. And on top of that, one seed is the Miami Heat. You talked about against the Knicks. You go to the finals. You play. You play. You 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 uh, defense player of the year that year. Uh, top two in MVP race. You should get to that finals, and you should go Mauro Mano with Tim Duncan. But, Man. but, hey. <laughs> well, I want this quitting championship because in that series he did play some valuable minutes when Shaq was in foul trouble and always I would say I would say kind of out of shape too um oh, but outside always of Grant, <laughs> outside of Grant Hill this is probably the greatest comeback story in NBA history um yeah. I know a lot of people love the, Der- the Derrick Rose story too but I mean Derrick Rose just got hurt like this dude had you know kidney disease like he was you done he's a kidney like that's yeah. that's terrible man like you can lose your life when you don't get a kidney so Man, like it was a tough road for him, but he fought back, got healthy, and came back and made a run. Um, he's still an NBA ambassador to this day, repping the Heat always, 305. You know, he's been a part of a lot of pitches to get guys to come to Miami. Bron, Bosch, Jimmy Butler, now, you know, he's there now. So great ambassador throughout his career, known as a hard worker and you know the resume speaks for itself, man. Like the only thing he really missing was you know more success in his prime, but he didn't yeah. have a terrible prime either. I was say shot shot on They was in, they was in the playoffs um, when he was there and, and, and stuff like that. So I, outside of his basketball career, you know Alonzo probably got probably got one of the most iconic gifts of all time. When you sitting on the sideline in, in the Miami Heat, he was like, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I I love that one, man. It's like it's like uh, I use it all the time, actually. <laughs> Any situation, well, you, yeah, you, you it, got it a just, point. It, it just it just fit. Yeah, you, got like, you got you you you're, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. So, uh, but yeah, lots of morning, man. Welcome to the upper room. So now, these next two guys um, are kind of like that. We talk about the centers like this. So you you got you got these guys who can put put the ball in the basket. Kareem, Shaq. Um, they're top ten all-time scoring. Keen is up there. Uh, Moses Malone up there in his, his his prime. But then you get you get here to these next two guys, and these guys were not known for scoring, but from a 
from from a defensive standpoint, they were elites, and it's not even close. And I'm talking about Dikembe Mutombo and, and Ben Wallace. So tell me why these two guys uh, from you know from the center position are getting in the upper room um, for being a, a one way uh, superstar. Well, Dikembe more so than Ben, he did have some offensive game. You know, he had a couple of years averaging over ten, over twelve, so. He, he could get you some dunks and make some plays some for dunks. you. Some Yeah, you know, he wasn't really going to be out there, you know, jacking up mid-range oh. jumps and stuff like that. You know, so. That's funny. You know, he, yeah, he's going to get you a, a few buckets, especially in his younger years, like with Denver and with the Hawks. He's going to get you about 14, 15. Then, of course, you know, guys age or body changes or your role changes, so yeah. you start going down to 9, 10, 11. But for the most part, man, iconic series win with Denver. And on a defensive end, four-time defensive player of the year. Let the, I mean, you led the league in blocks three times. You're second on the all-time list. That, hey. that right there is enough by <laughs> itself. Come on, man. Yeah. Six, hey. six all-time defensive teams. And, you know, I understand all NBA teams are position-based. And, you know, at some point, the NBA will just go to the 15 best guys. But three-time all-NBA as a center – when at a time when he was in his prime, the league was loaded with centers. Like yes, that, that, that <laughs> yeah. with the guys we're talking about. So when you in that era and you still making, I don't care if it's third team all the NBA. You you made it. You made it. You made it. Kim, yeah, you made it. The Kim Bay's up there, and then you know Ben has more all NBA's because center kind of got weaker. He has five to the Kim Bay's three, but during his Pistons run, he was an outcast. But during his Pistons. <laughs> I don't care if he had the fro or the braids. Ben was blocking that paint. On, 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 yeah, he was a madman in the paint, blocking them shots. And he was six eight, six nine. They listed six nine. He probably about six seven, something around there. But these these it's it's okay to be a specialist if you were an elite yeah, specialist. No, no, you no no pick and roll with Chauncey. We not pass you the ball on the road. It's going to rip. <laughs> I'm shooting this thing. But yeah, Ben Wallace, uh Dikim Matoma obviously ben, famous for the Ben Ben barely getting the dunks for you. <laughs> and he definitely wouldn't give you no free, free throw. Free throw, he works in Shaq. I don't care what you say. But ben Wallace, what, six points six points per game for a career? But I I know a lot of people like talk about like um, you know, oh Ben Wallace, you know, even when he before he got to Detroit and after he left, he was still that man of defense. This is if the in Washington when if he played the same amount of minutes as he did in Detroit the follow, the following season, he was doing the same exact thing. It, so it's probably it's really kind of like if you could have saw that in Ben Wallace, if you could have seen, oh this guy, if we play this guy, he's going to be impactful. He may not give us ten points, but defensively he got he's he's sound. And I, I think a lot of teams could have got a steal off, off this guy because what well, he was involved in the Jerry Stackhouse trade. Um, but it's not like he was the only guy. He and. He was just a guy they, they couldn't pay or they, they didn't want to, so ship him off. And Pistons got you know got a gold, um, you know another man's trash, another man's treasure. Championship, six seven Eastern Conference Finals trips, and uh, he was you know part of that catalyst group. So um, Ben Wallace, we, we, when we said we had to get somebody from from that Pistons team in the upper room, and Ben Wallace was a shoe in. Yeah, he deserves a fourth time All Star. You know, they, they won the 04 title, four defensive player of the years, block champ, two-time rebounding champ, six times, all-defensive team, and five-time all-NBA. I mean, 
what else can you say when you're one way and, and, and you put up all of that you, you're on your spot definitely uh so like i said it's, it's okay to be a specialist this robin got in with dennis robin in uh 15 rebounds a night defensive player same thing for these guys um yeah Moncrief, he was mainly you know he was yeah, in his five one. years he was he was versatile for five years but he was mainly a defensive defensive guy when you think of Garrett Payton, you don't think about you, 20 points. You, you don't think, think about, about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't think about it at all. It's like he, he associated with, with defense, yeah. Um, and this last guy who, who got an automatic bid, nothing than Dwight Howard, who gets disrespected so much. I don't understand why. Um, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm tired of it. I, Dwight Howard, man. What are you talking about? All right, so he was drafted what? He, was, he went one to Orlando. Na- name a big. So, so we talked about Shaq, and that's really the last one. Name a big that can lead the team to the finals. And on top of that, did Shaq really lead Kobe away? No. So, lead, and I'm talking about a gap in between your next best player. Yeah, you can talk about Rashard Lewis, Jameel Nelson, and he do all you want. But we're not these. We talk about those three guys. We're not talking about this 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 insane talent. This this all NBA talent with them. Um, obviously, they had a great team around them, but. Dwight Howard was able to to have this team at at peak powers and they beat a LeBron James team um, to, to get there and he was he 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 got they got there with the big three around in Boston so I I, I don't know I don't know I, I maybe they, they get lost in the shuffle because he couldn't play with he couldn't play with Kobe uh, the 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 James Harden experiment didn't work um, he go he go get lost in Washington go get lost in Charlotte he still was a double double. I mean, I don't know what to say. Lakers now, he's back on Lakers now, and if he played the minutes, double double. It's it's a walking double double. The best defensive big man. I mean, he he can compete with all these guys, all these elites. He can compete with all of them. Yeah, I always divide his career up into two careers. When he was making all stars, he was unquestionable the best big in the league. Twenty twenty two and about ten or twelve, depending upon the year. How it ended in Orlando was terrible. He should have just said, I want out and just been, you know, been a big boy about Straight it. Straight up about it, saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. instead yeah. of saying, no, I'm cool, and now Stan gets fired. So his rep got damaged in all of that, but his talent, similar to Shaq, I'm not comparing him to Shaq, but similar to Shaq, I don't think he ever topped out what he had. He's tried to learn how to post up late, and then he got hurt. <laughs> He got hurt, so now your back hurt. You really can't do all the athletic, freak of nature stuff. But he was still dominant even post all the surgeries and when he stopped making All-Stars, he was yeah. still a walking double-double with Houston in Atlanta, in Charlotte, stuff like that. So even even beyond his prime, he still can get you 14 and 10, which is in this in this era where they barely are playing bigs twenty something minutes. If you can't shoot you me down the court, from, yeah, yeah, you, and you can take that because all he gonna do is rim run and dunk for you. So you will take that. He never really improved his game free throw wise, and like I said, the, the post ups. I mean, you were so many years in, then you start calling Hakeem, bro. It, it's too late. <laughs> it, was tr- it, it was it was it was truthfully too late. Like him. Him and Amari, they call Hakeem too late. Like, man, y'all prime is dwindling down. You should have been calling him, really? you know, year three. <laughs> like, year three. Y'all Help call me. dude in, like, year eight. Yeah. What y'all doing? Exactly. Like, yeah, they're not like a Kobe, like a guard. They can just start, 
you know, you already got that base skill set, so you can go add other tricks onto it. Y'all trying to take this whole man repertoire and just put it in your game. Unrealistic. 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 This just this is not gonna gonna happen, man. Like you, you got to work up to that. Kobe already had impeccable footwork, work ethic, all that kind of stuff. So to, to add a, a boom, boom, up and under something to your game, that ain't that ain't that for that ain't that for the beam. Boy, you ain't Kevin McHale. Get out of here. <laughs> like that wasn't that wasn't that for the beam, but when you got the white IQ winning dunk contest, flying over everybody's head, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, you can't go put Hakeem whole skill set in your bag in in a couple weeks. Two months and then training camp starting up. <laughs> yeah, so but resume wise, as a talent, I love the white. I mean, for what he was good at, you probably can't name but maybe three or four guys better at it, which mm-hmm. is something saying something because i mean dude had an elite prime almost won mvp you know that year him lebron d rose right there so he was a contender for it but um i just think he never really topped out his game that's it great player but never really just maxed it out and resume wise i don't think he really missing is a championship i don't care if he get it with the Lakers on the back end it's just like zo ring you play just like, just like david robinson yeah it's gonna count at the end of the day um, all right, so those are automatics. Uh, is there anybody uh, other center that you think okay deserve deserve some kind of uh, deserve some kind of you know debate to get in here? Not right now, honestly. Um, you know, I want to I want to do an honorary West Unsell. Um, you know, we're doing nineteen seventy seven to the present, and he won the nineteen seventy eight title and Finals MVP. Of course, he passed this year, so RIP. The West Unsell. Um, I like it, but it's a you know what? It is a few guys. I think about it. It's a few guys. What do you think about Big Yao? Yao me, the Great Wall of Child. Oh man, that was a. Well, first of all, when T Mac told the story about Tim Tebow killing this guy before a game, that's why he didn't last. I'm I'm sick of Tibbs <laughs> in the NBA. Let's stop it right now. Um, but but hey, uh, and he Tibbs for the. I bet you Tibbs get that Knicks job. If Tibbs get that Knicks job, you might as well say goodbye, R.J. Barrett needs, because it's over with. He done end my boy Yao. He ended my boy D. Rose. Who? I mean, how many? How many else dreams he got to kill for? People realize, man, Tibbs ain't the guy. I don't want no. I don't want no coaching staff. I don't want nowhere. I don't care how good he is. I- I believe he took a few years off with uh, Nolan, Boozer, and Dang too. Man, come on, Dang. Dang was good for like three years, and then. Gone. <laughs> Face of the earth. Oh, uh, but yeah, y'all mean man. It was it was a debate, y'all versus Shaq. Like it didn't last long, but a lot of people was taking y'all mean in, the, in that mid range. It didn't matter where he was at. His foot could be on the three point line. Consider mid range cash. Like he 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 was he was, yeah, he was lethal, man. Skill yeah. set wise, y'all was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how much you want to you want to put toward him being seven five. <laughs> but obviously you can't teach it. So um I mean five time all NBA, eight time all star. He probably got some of the all stars because he's from China, but yeah, hey, the, we need the fan voting system. We needed Yao Ming in the NBA. And I think I think that when it comes to global impact and what David Stern was trying to do, you needed that one guy from that big country over there to come over to the NBA and dominate. And that's what we see in Yao Ming. We saw it in Dirt, uh from Germany. We saw it from you know Gasol, who let in? He from Spain. You needed somebody else from from, from another big country, and and, and Yao Ming was him, and 
I mean, you you can say well he didn't have the playoff success, and that's probably why. If you want to knock him for not getting in, hey, you, you got an argument for me. If you want to say well his All Stars really you know padded a little bit, but then five All NBA, you know, and still still in a good center, you know, genre or era genre uh, era, you still like nineteen and nine for a career. That's 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 not that's not bad. I, I don't know. I don't know how I want to vote this. And, and that's being hurt a lot of the time. So I got I got to knock him for being hurt. Yeah. And yeah, because he skill set wise, he was crazy. Yeah, he because like he didn't dominate when he was healthy, but like he was he was he was one of the best players in the NBA. I, I mean, I would, I would say you know he's easily top twenty during his during his prime. But it's like yeah, he, he get hurt too much, and that's that was our knock on Penny. That was our knock on Blake Griffin. So if we want to stay consistent, I mean that's they got that got to be a knock here too. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, I think with Yao, his greatest impact is not on the court; it's off yeah. the court. But yeah, of course we Agreed. know Dream's team kind of start making the game more global. What you know, the, the, that brand of Michael Jordan is is crazy. But what Yao brought to the league from China that is a huge country, and that brought a lot of extra money to the NBA. But you know, yes. with guys like Kobe's huge in China, T Mac. D Way, all these guys are huge in China now. I mean, I forget what the exact number was, but a lot of people probably don't even remember this guy. But when the Rockets played the Bucks, that guy Yi Ji Lin <laughs> versus Yao, that was one of the most watched games ever in yeah. China, man, because you, you had two Chinamen going up against each other. So just the eyeballs that Yao brought to the league. Cultural impact from that standpoint. He up there. Yeah, he's up he, there. He up there. Yeah. Uh, on the court. On the court, I, I just can't vote him in just because, I, like. I'm not voting him in. I, no. I ain't voting him in. now. Nah, he ain't getting no key. I mean, <laughs> with that being said. <laughs> hey, like, he, he he tried to sneak in, but, man, like, hey, we see your 7 5 tall behind. Get, get out of here, man. You're not coming to the upper room. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to let y'all <laughs> chilling in the lobby, man. Chilling in the lobby, bro. We'll go. We'll, we'll, hit, we'll, hit, we'll hit the town with you. We'll hit China town with you. Um, let me see. Who 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 else is there around around us? I mean, outside. All right. So somebody who created pretty much pretty much done. He added a championship last season. Marcus Gasol. We talked about the Spaniard and Paul Gasol, his brother. He led him in power for it. Um, his impact not as not as great as the Dirks, Pals, and Yao as far as culturally to the country. But when you talk about Marcus Gasol. I mean, he was a staple in that Grizzlies, just like Ben Wallace was a staple in the Pistons. Um, and, you know, he was, he was a staple for defense in that Toronto Raptors series. Yeah, you, you can say Kawhi, you know, the whole team is defensive, so you can't really be, say anything. But um, what Arkansas did in his career, I don't, I don't know if it's upper room worthy, but I, I feel like we should just at least mention his name. Um, three-time All-Star as it stands today, defending champion, <laughs> defensive player, defensive player of the year. I still kind of don't like that. I thought LeBron should have got it because that was peak LeBron, and dude was man, peak LeBron. You can say LeBron's in his peak right now, but I thought maybe <laughs> LeBron probably should have should have got it. But I'm not mad that Mark got it. And then as a defensive guy, you really can't ding it for only one time All defensive team. That, those kind of just go off of how people want to vote. But we know amongst that team, he was a key defensive anchor, two-time All-NBA. Of course, for him and Powell did 
you know, internationally with Spain you know, boy. Uh, boy was a bad world, boy. The, the world, the World <laughs> Cups and the Olympic Games, all boys, that kind of stuff. They they was bad. They always were right there. So, uh man, I might, I might, he might have to go join y'all in the conference for the <laughs> or something, man. Man, get get you a get you a coke or something and just have a seat, bro. I don't think I can do it, man. I about to say another guy. He probably just came late to the party. Joe Kim Noah. If, if Raptors win the title again, all right, man, you can we'll get you a cup of coffee. So I, I really <laughs> think it in, but. But for right now, man, get you a coke, have a seat with y'all. Man. Oh man, what about Joe Noah, man? He, my boy was one MVP one year until until he had Tibbs, R.I.P. Noah knees. That's why he can't get no job. <laughs> but he, I think he signed the Clippers, ain't he? Or something? He, he signed somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Clippers got him. Clippers yeah, took him about five years to recover, recover from the knee injury. So from Tibbs, so it's all good. Um, yeah, he not getting I mean, he not getting if, in. If, 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 if I was throwing that college in, Noah would be a shoe wing. My boy dominated that college game with them two titles. Hey, Horford. Hey, Horford. Horford got a, Horford yeah. might have a better resume than Joe Kim Noah, man. Yeah. Wherever Horford go, he wins. If we threw college in how they do for Naismith, yeah, both of those guys would be in. But considering we're not Naismith and they let everybody in, we both of y'all out of here. You know what's crazy? The drop-off we went from Dwight Howard to Yao to – Gasol and Noah Mark and, and Dan, that no, tell Dan you Horford. that tell you right there the 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 land of the, of the sinners. So all right, so now so let's quit. Let's, let's talk. Like let's, the game the, the game changed so much, man. Yeah. Like, think about this: a guy like DeAndre Jordan could have potentially been on that same level as Dwight. Well, it, it's like uh, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Same skill set. He got Chris. He, he got Chris Paul. He just wasn't. He was a third guy. But he potentially could have been on that same trajectory. You know, he got two rebounding titles, made two all defensive teams, three all NBAs, but he only got that one all star because you win the West and you're the third best player. Yeah, I, I think the, the drop off when you go from the nineties to now, man, you'd be like, Oh crap. <laughs> like the guys who finished, of course. Um I know we we ain't mentioned them. I don't wanna mention them. Bill Walton. MVP, Finals MVP, got a championship for Portland, only one in history. Uh, great, I mean, he was he was he was good for that, you know, that three four years, and then injuries. Three, four. Huh? Three three three, four. three to four, three to four Man. good years. Bill Walton probably had the greatest season ever this year. <laughs> like he probably, I mean, this and this is my opinion, you know. He he went crazy. If you started, if you started ranking seasons by I mean, Greatness? he won the first title from. He won the first title from my stand in 1977. But if you started ranking seasons, Bill gonna have one of the top 20 greatest years ever. He won MVP, block champ, rebounded champ, all defensive team, Finals MVP, all that good stuff. But he really didn't do anything else. Nah. I mean, hey, college he was great. He got he got the, he got the the title with the Celtics at the six man, averaging like seven eight points. Boo. But. But he was kind of done, you know, once he got hurt. He was done. Bill ain't get my vote. As a commentator, he's funny at times. And hey, he, hey, he be high, bro. That man be on something. Yeah, like. <laughs> he, be on, he be on that good stuff. Analyst, yeah, he, he be a lot there, but it be funny at times. Hey. College career, impeccable. But, bro, you, you deserve <laughs> a dog over here. Like, you, you, you ain't even getting in the lobby to me. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. Can't, you can't let you win. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You, 
you gonna be at the door like y'all 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 know me man like, come on that's my dude right there hey what's that what's that gift they do at the popeyes <laughs> looking away from the dude <laughs> nah you can't get in um yeah, I, it, I, I can't let him. i mean he got an mvp and all but i mean to me the, the resume is it ain't even dead rose he had one good year and that was it Hey, find me. I can't even consider that. I ain't get. He ain't getting in. No, he not getting in. Um, all right. So current current guys trajectory wise, I think I think Boogie was on that list, and I think the injury is about to rid of him. Uh, I think I don't know if he can get back to to his dominating ways he was in Sacramento, even though he was losing effort. But you saw when he went to the Pelicans. Yeah, he I, he done. Yeah. And he would have made it if we talk. If we did this last. If we did this like three years ago, we talk about trajectory. Oh, he go shoe in, shoe in, 20, 25 and twelve. He low key got that Kevin Love going on where you don't win but you, you're hooping. But big Boogie was Boogie was a problem. Boogie was a problem, and it's crazy to say he was when he like twenty, like twenty eight, twenty nine. He's somewhere in thirty. He's right somewhere. Whatever John Wall age is. Yeah, like yeah. like Boog was on a. Kings weren't winning, but he was dropping some crazy, crazy numbers. He went to New Orleans, like, man. You saw the, you saw then, the potential. You saw the potential. Yeah, like I, like I think that really altered the landscape of the entire league because I think if he doesn't get hurt, he signs an extension. Him and AD stay together for a couple more years, and you kind of got to see how it plays out. So I think that alters the landscape of the league, which, of course, a lot of moves alter the landscape right. of the league, but – I think that would have really changed Change the game. how the game – like, it would have really changed how the game is looked at. Like, they would have they probably started bringing back big guys if they stayed together because now you would have had those two with Drew and Rondo. You get you a, another wing and you okay. All you need for a shooter. You don't even need a, a good wing. You just need to shoot the ball. Bottle and cash. Like, you, get you a, get you a Drew, little Danny over there. Drew yeah, a bucket. Drew as your third – if you, if you put AD as your one – you know, Demarcus Cousins, your two, Drew is your third, and Rondo, the floor general, they were already killing anyway. Sweat the Blazers like it wasn't nothing. (laughs) You add a few more little pieces, and then, you know, other teams couldn't have matched up with them because nobody else had two bids like that. So what you going to do? Yeah. All right, so Carl and Towns probably in the same boat as Boogie as far as the losing aspect, putting up numbers but losing. Um, any, any, Any chance that we see him when he had Jim Butler. When he's when Carl in the town the two, he, he is so talented. Like yeah, he can do a he lot. If he don't bro. get injured, if he don't get injured, stats wise alone, he gonna get. I voted me in in eight to ten years. Just stat wise alone, he don't get hurt because he gonna average twenty two and thirteen for the whole time for the next, <laughs> de- for the next decade. All you gotta do is three, post up and all that kind of stuff. That's lethal. I want him to. I, I want him to care a little more on the defensive side. Yeah, but I think at minimum twenty two points and 12, 13 rebounds. I think Cat is what the what what the centers will look like. When we talk about those dominating guys in the back in the nineties, you look at Cat. You be like, this is the center that's going to stay in the game because he he can do everything. At some point, you be like he can do he can do it all. And like like you said, he get defensively, he get more sound there. Man, this is a problem. Yeah. I don't mean him and D'Lo may work. We got we got to get that time. Like D'Lo D'Lo coming too. Like that's those two together could do something. I mean Wiggins wasn't Wiggins couldn't get over that hump, but I think D'Lo can. And the West is hard, so we'll see. Um, all right, these last three guys real quick. All right, so would you rather have, Rashad? Would you rather have 
Ben Wallace's career, we talked about it, he's not scoring, but defensively one of the best to ever do it. Or would you rather have the current trajectory of where Rudy Gobert is going? Two defensive players he is already, one block champ, three-time three time all defensive teams, and two-time all NBA. So do you all right, so which which career would you rather have? Where where Ben Wallace ended up or where Gobert could possibly go? I mean, if you're talking from a standpoint of their skill set, you got to take Gobert. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gobert actually can get you 14 and 12. Ben went getting you no 14 and 12. Ben ain't getting you six. Yeah. So, <laughs> so skills, skill set-wise, you got to take Gobert. Now, I got to say it, I don't really like Gobert like that because the, 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 the fans be overrating, dude. Like, bro, y'all acting like Gobert – is the reason y'all winning 50 games. If Gobert come out the game, y'all can still win 44. Like, Gobert ain't I, no superstar in the league like that. I'll say this. With Quinn Snyder, your defensive head coach, having that defensive anchor does wonders. Yeah, like, yeah it, 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 it does. But, you know, let me reword it. And I don't like Gobert. I don't like the people that overrate Gobert. Like, okay, yeah, he's overrated. He's overrated. Like, 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 he just is top 10, top 20 player. Like, I remember – I was like, Gobert's not a top five center. They're like, are you crazy, man? I'm like, bro, man, you got MB, Jokic, and uh, what's uh, uh, Drummond. Drummond was like, I mean, I mean, we said Drummond. They, they like, was like, no. What? I'm, I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, just from a skill set point alone, MB, Jokic, and Cat are crushing Gobert. And he not, he not and better then, than Drummond, who we ain't talking about you yet. Got, you got Drummond. Drummond is the most underrated player probably in the game, at least top five underrated. Drummond probably. Like, Drummond can get you 16 and 16 and give you that same defense in that same system if you put him out there. Gobert ain't shooting no jumbles. Like, Gobert don't even post up. Yeah, post. I, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Man, somebody saw it. Somebody Go- showed me a YouTube clip, so I ain't seen it. If Gobert don't get a putback or a lob, he's not scoring the ball. So he gonna get fourteen just off transition. At least go bare. You can dump it down. Uh, let me drum it. You can dump it down to him. And he can get you sixteen, eighteen. He can he can run the floor and all that kind of stuff. But this is not go bare's game. Yeah, exactly. All right. What about uh? What about what what about um? So drum it. I mean, I feel like you put him. You put him up there. He's he's coming. Uh, I I, I love Drummond's game, but. He he's outdated, honestly. He he's out. He got the numbers. He got a few accolades. You know, made All NBA, couple rebounding titles. But uh, nah, I can't do it with Drummond. Like, on, the man. only guy we got remaining, I think that um, probably we could debate a little bit. You got to go old school. You got to go Robert Parrish, longevity wise. Like like. Uh, Robert Parrish was nine-time All-Star, four-time champion, two-time All-NBA. Um, I, so that's the only guy I can think. I can think of Robert Parrish, man. Like, like a lot of the guys that's playing now, they you got to hope that trajectory-wise they continue on. But I think just from the old, older era, Robert Parrish with those four titles, nine All-Stars, two All-NBAs. 20, 20 something years played, he's the only guy that can probably get consideration. Cause, like as a yeah, last guy to vote in. I would say consideration, but I think when you're talking about um we 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 talking about just the fact that he's a uh 
He he was he the third or fourth guy on that Boston team. Like I don't I don't think he has the James Worthy effect to be that third guy and be dominant. So that's why I wouldn't vote him in. And which is a, a fair point because yeah. Bird, McHale, DJ, um, they had said Maxwell, all those different guys. And shout 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 out to Joe Embiid and Jokic because I think those two are, in my opinion, top ten players in the game today. And but they're NB 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 would get there, but will we have? Will, he got to last. He he, 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 got, he last. got to last, but I I don't think he's a great heel injury guy, but he can be a, but he can be like, but he won't be like the Rose and and, and the other guys. So if he people hate it, if MB is low managed properly, sixty five games every year, he's good. And Jokic, I mean, that's that's a that, that's a triple double. Yeah, he gonna probably go down as the most versatile B, just from a scoring, rebounding, and passing standpoint. Defensively, I want to see him pick it up some too, which he did this year, but just a little bit more. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, hey, he got he lost weight, <laughs> so he might oh, can move they, a little bit, boy. He might can move a little bit. They they were going crazy on him on uh on Twitter when that, when that dropped. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so that's our centers, man. Uh, we didn't put anybody in that's playing right now, but outside of Dwight, outside of Dwight, but we got a lot of guys who can be on that. I mean, it's the center's just it's just a position that is just like y- y'all saw y'all heard the drop off from from Dwight Howard to Yao to the next guys, and you know NB has to last. Boogie career was over. Cat eventually, Jokic eventually, but it's like okay, can they sustain success? Uh, Mark maybe even go back. And maybe, maybe go back, but yeah, because he'd be a specialist. And, and you know, with the Noahs, the Horfers, Gasol, it start it start dwindling down. And it's really it's really nobody else. I mean, you got Miles Turner, <laughs> um, Vucevic, Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. Hey, he's a specialist. He might get in this thing, man. But it's like, man, it's Whiteside. That's crazy. Three blocks. Whiteside get you three blocks, but it's been ten of times he got scored on him. Like Whiteside just be standing there sometime in the way. Facts. Um, so, not, not not too much of a recap, but just going through our upper room. So now we're finished. So how, how many guys we got in right there? So we had, I think, currently coming in today. Uh, yeah, we had we got eleven from today. We got the Kareem, Shaq, Hakeem, Moses, David, Patrick Ewan, Alonzo. Uh, West Unsell, Honorary, Dikembe, Ben, and Dwight. So we got 11 for today. 11 for today. We had what? We had 34 before the shooting guards. And we, yeah, 13 we got in, so 47 and 11. So 58. I, I, I won that one. I said the under would be 60, man. Uh, we, had, we had a lot of close calls. Is there is there anybody you regret voting for? Um, also, our, our shooting guards, the fans voted Vince Carter in. Uh, landslide. Uh, Manu Ginobili did not make it, uh, and that was our debate last week. Um, so, is anybody regret putting in? Uh, putting in, no. Um, I still want to get Chris Bosh in there, but oh, so he's my yeah, fault. But, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like anybody that everybody that's in, I felt confident voting for, but just uh, I, I, I can, I can. All right, so I, I'll say this. I I think I can regret not putting Chris Bosh in, and simply the fact that if you want to say so, we have our baseline about the third best player on the team. We got James Worthy in, 
Uh, Manu almost made it. So where does Chris Bosh fall in with those two guys? Because if you're saying Bosh is better than Worthy, then I look at it like this: Chris Bosh is better than Draymond Green, and he and he's in there. But we can also say Kevin Love is better than Draymond Green, but he just don't have. He always unhealthy. Okay, so so I I, I think that's the that's that's our, and that's our biggest the problem came in. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's probably our biggest our biggest thing right there. So we we as far as the Warriors, you know, KD got in. Um, Curry got in. We didn't let Clay in just yet, maybe at the end of the career, but we let Draymond in now. And it's kind of like, okay, third best player. He got he got the specialist factor going on with Rodman, Ben Wallace, uh, um, uh, um, Matumbo, and that's probably more of a trajectory where he's going. So I can understand the the, the flack on on that one. And if you say Chris Bosh is better than Draymond as far as uh, so so impact wise for their for for their team for that championship runs, who who would you lean on? Man, you. I I, I, I think I think it's hard because Kevin Durant came to the Warriors. Yeah, like that's what got to go, Chris Bosh. Yeah, because like he they kind of brought they they didn't invent it but they kind of brought back small ball because Chris Bosh was not a traditional center like that. So what you're saying is without Chris Bosh uh walking, Draymond can't run. Because they were pretty much I mean they never signed a legit center like bro they had Haslam, Joel and B. They had they had uh, Joel Anthony playing center but like come on. And that's not the disc cuz he made the NBA but still he's not a guy you think of as like no, a center no. starting on the championship team. All right, I give you this. The, 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 the whole reason why I had Chris, the whole reason why it was hard to put Chris Bosh in was because we didn't let Amari Stoudemire in and we didn't let Kevin Love in. And I, I feel like they're on the same level individually. But when you want to add in the team success and, okay, Kevin Love and Chris Bosh had the same type of scenario, but I always say this, Kyrie was on the way up, Dwayne Wade was on the way down. So I feel like Bosh was leaned on more than Kevin Love. Is that true to say? I mean, I just think Bosch individually. I mean, that's a fair, fair point, but I think Bosch individually, what he did with the Raptors. The Raptors. Okay, I, I, I can understand that. Yeah, like what he did with the Raptors is better than what Kevin Love did with yeah. the T-Wolves. And then I look at uh, Amari, great prime, but he didn't last as long as Bosch did. So longevity, you know, prime for prime, you might want to lean Amari. But when you look at just longevity-wise, Amari didn't last as long as Bosch did, and he didn't win any championships as no part, not second man, not third third player, role player, nothing. So that's kind of my, my favorite of, of Chris Bosch over those two guys. Uh, you know what? Because you, cause you, you, you're so adamant about Chris Bosch, I changed my vote, and uh, we can let Chris Bosch in there. So that's 59 now. We're up to 59. Cause, uh, it's a it's a good argument, I, and I, I I like that you know you you kept putting these these different arguments there because, because like you said you can nitpick everybody you, you you can nitpick especially this level of guys like these are not the penthouse guys so when you, when you're not debating those guys you can nitpick a lot um, when it comes to comes to the upper room so I understand so I can I can agree with you and put putting Chris Bosh in before we get out of here who 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 has the best out of everybody in the upper room who has the best nickname. Uh, <laughs> in here. 
I gotta go with Ice Man, man. I, I loved Ice Man. Like when you when you think of somebody say, man, he's a cold dude, cold player. Ice Man just fit. It's 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 smooth. It's just you gotta go with, to me. It's either you gotta go with that, the answer, or the big ticket. Like those are my top three. Those are the top three. I'm my I I, I know I know we, we talked about it off air and you didn't like it though but I think I think I think Carl Malone's nickname has to be and he's a, it's in my top three easily that the man's the mailman because he always delivers I I think that's just like that's just like on brand like and he was top you know all time in scoring like he's up he's up there top three right now top two uh, all time scoring and, and he always delivering man and I I think I think that's that's why that that has to be top three for me I mean. To me, I can't. I like what it stands for. Like he always yeah. delivered, but but you, but you didn't deliver no championship. That's Fair. That's oh, that's a good one. Oh, like, come on, man. You didn't, you didn't you didn't deliver no championship. Don't do it like that. And both of the MVPs to me are tainted because they gave you the one in '97. You could have said Jordan got that one. Man, and then come you got on. the one in '99 in the lockout short of season. I think Duncan should have got that one. Come on, why you like, to, why to you me, kill me like that? I can, I can think of at least ten other nicknames that's better than Mel, man. That's why, like, that's why I was saying like that's not even in my top ten. Like, I think the glove is better than the Mel, man. Come on, man. So all right, so you talking about he and deliver? I think, I think Magic is better than the Mel, man, because that, that ain't even your real name. I was say I was saying that case, <laughs> Magic and Penny definitely be up there. Um, yeah, I I know, man. The, the Mel, man. I mean, he didn't deliver no championship, but. Hey, Iverson didn't answer the question of what can he be a champion? No. Like if you want if you want to go that route too, I can do it. But uh nah, the the answer up there for me too. And I, I would say I would say the truth. I, I think I think that's a like hey, who's Paul Pierce? And that man the truth. Like I, I think I think that's a a, cla- a classic line like that you always gonna say about somebody. Yeah, I had uh I had that in my top five too. I had Vince Carter in my top five. Which like one, half though? Man, half man, half amazing. Then you got Vince Sanity. Like, I just put Vince I think, Carter in I think, I think, I think Vince Sanity would be my favorite one out of, out of the ones he got. Yeah, I, I can't, you know, I can't knock either one of Vince's nicknames, man. Uh, before we yeah, get... It might, it, it might be a push on that 60, man. It might be a push. Who you, who you about to put in now? No, like oh push oh, oh, oh yeah yeah I got you because we got the point guards it's uh it's only ten of those Magic Zeke Steph CP3 Stockton Russ J Kid Nash GP Tony Parker and then on the shooting guard we we got in those our most most touted we got we got fourteen in with the addition of events MJ Cole D Way AI James Harden Clyde T Mac Iceman Ray Allen like I said Vince Reggie Dumars Clay and Moncrief that was fourteen. So um, we just added in Bosch to the power forwards, and then uh, small. Wait, you said. Wait, you said you said Clay. Yeah, we, <sighs> we, put, we put Clay in. Man, I don't know if I want to put Clay in. Yeah, we had we had. I don't Clay know. In, so. I don't know. I don't know about Clay. We might we might have been fifty nine and a half. I think his foot in the. I think <laughs> I think I think he uh you know after after a long night you know the boys bite into the room but. But the damn, uh, the damn concierge and all them saw him like, "Hey, bro, you got a key? He ain't had one. I don't know. I don't know." Yeah, because you know we had the twelve, we had the twelve small fours, and uh, and we voted in. You know how we just voted in today? It, it, it should be a push to sixty. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifty nine and a half. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm hesitant to vote for Clay. Um, 
before y'all here, man, make sure y'all check out the website. Uh, no, get some profit gear. Go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash PKPWR. Um, it stands for Preach K, Preach with Rashad. Uh, make sure you check some of that out. We got some good, we got more designs coming coming that way. Make sure you follow us on all platforms uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, Aha Radio. Uh, check, check out our, our sponsors and, uh, and, and our networks in uh, 12 Ounce Sports and, and Unwrapped Sports, man. Uh, make sure you check us out. We're live next Thursday. Hopefully, we'll be back on 12 Ounce Sports. We had technical difficulties, but it is what it is. We kept it moving. Uh, Rashad, anything you want to say before we get out of here? Right foot up, left foot slide. <laughs> Basically, each way we finna slide. <laughs> hey man, that's the Shout upper room. Reason, that's that. That's the upper room, man. That was fun. Uh, Priest care, Priest Rashad. We out.